Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoy it. But first, I want to ask you a question. Are you someone who has high upside potential in your business and yet sometimes that goal is just hard to get to and maybe the only way you've seen to get to it is just to make more calls, you know, work harder? Well, if you're fed up with using old strategies to solve new problems, then I might have a solution. It's my five-day million-dollar seller challenge. We meet one hour a day in a coaching intensive where I will teach you five moves that you can make to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. Hey gang, welcome back to the Bill Kasky Podcast. We are doing this on Tuesday and Thursday for the foreseeable future because I want to give you some thoughts that I have. I have the luxury of talking to a lot of people in business uh, as a result of my consulting practice and coaching. I spend almost all day long talking to people and I want to share with you some of the, I don't know, it's not feedback, but some of the things that I'm working on with people. If this can help you, then that is awesome. And I think it will. I almost said if I if I can't or if it can't, then that'll have to be the case. But I do think these some of these ideas that I'm going to give you will be will make the load lighter. And that's really that's really the essence of this. We don't know what's going to happen. It's easy to say this shall pass. And I think we all believe it will. I was on a call yesterday and I said two things. Number one, this will pass. And number two, this will change things. So I think if we enter into the next 30, 60, 90 days, recognizing this is going to pass, everything's, you know, the government's throwing a lot of money, a lot of money, a lot of debt. That's cool. I mean, that's, that's what government's supposed to do, I guess. But things will change. And I want you to know that I'm here with you and for you during the change. And I'm also going to challenge you maybe a little bit more than I have over the past couple of years. I've been doing this podcast now for three years. And I think that I make suggestions, I highly suggest things, and I'm going to become more adamant about them because I know that the things that I'm suggesting will matter to you, and they matter differently now than they did. So here's an example. It's a, it's a cruel and silly example, but it's, it's the simplest of things, and I saw a tweet about it the other day, and I, I got an email from somebody yesterday on it, and that is, when you are conducting a virtual meeting, what do you look like? What do you look like on the screen to the other person? Are you even conscious of that? Do you know what you look like? Are you looking down into your computer like you're peering down a, a funnel? Or is the light up above your head so we really can't make out? Or have you taken the time to think, how can I make the lighting of this shot? And you need, to, you need to think about this as a shot. What's the shot look like? Think about all the f- videographers and film people. They're always looking in Hollywood. And, and what's the shot? Tell me about the shot. And I think it's the same thing here. Is the shot of you with the camera at eye level? Is it a remarkable shot or is it an average shot? Tom Nixon, a guy that listens to my podcast, and he has a he does a lot of presentation consulting, and he sent me an email, and it was of a guy being interviewed. It was a USA Today reporter, and the guy being interviewed was a former CDC chairman or director, and the CDC guy had a suit on, had was well lit. He was in his house, but it was well lit. Had a great microphone. Everything was centered. Looked awesome. The USA Today reporter looked terrible. 
He looked like he'd been out all night drinking or doing whatever. I'm sure he hadn't. But the lighting was bad. The shot was bad. He looked like a. He looked frumpy. He looked like a. a well, I won't say it. He just. He just looked awful. And it's like, wait a minute. You're with USA Today. You're on video. It's easy for you to say, well, I'm just a newspaper, dude. You know what? I'm not a camera. I'm not on camera much. We'll get used to it. Everybody listening to this, get used to it. You are going to be on camera. It doesn't mean you have to wear your Sunday best. It's an old term from the 60s. Every time you're on, doesn't mean that. But get the basics right, gang. Get an eye-level camera so you're not looking down. Put the light in front of your face, not behind you. Take the lights from above and turn them off. I shot a video for LinkedIn giving you two examples of this. If you're not LinkedIn connected to me, then get there because I'm going to be shooting some sample videos of how to do it and how not to do it. Anyway, that's one little thing, but that's how the world is going to be changing. Simple things are going to make big differences. So what's going to become of the sales profession after this? What's going to become of it? What's going to become of the sales leaders, sales managers who are out there trying to inspire a team? Think that's all going to go back to normal? I think you're dreaming. I don't think it'll be back to normal. I, I think we have entered into a new, a new reality with this. It's shaken us to our core. And this is not a bad thing, by the way. This is not me uh, you know, pr- you know, talking about the sky is falling or whatever that chicken little thing it was. Never watched much Chicken Little. Was he, a, was he an actual video character or a book? I don't know. Anyway, I'm not saying that. I'm saying get ready for major changes. You can either be in front of the change, you can be behind the change. I opt for being in front of the change. We're going to a lot more online work in our world. We already were there. So I've got the setup, I've got the studio, I've got the microphones, I've got the, I got everything. I don't have to buy one thing. But we've got to reset our minds about what it means to train groups, what it means to coach people, what it means to do big events. I've been asked to do a big event in Denver in June. I'm sure it's going to be postponed or canceled, postponed probably. But what is an alternative to that? So maybe this year, all the events are canceled. But next year, what are they going to do? Just not get together? Of course not. They're going to want to get together. Is it going to be on Zoom or on Skype or on WebEx? How, How are these going to be executed? So the question is, what's going to happen in the sales profession? I don't know. I'm going to be talking about that more in the coming weeks and months, though, because I think it's going to have a significant impact. And again, you may be listening and may not be a true outside salesperson. You may be a, a CPA or an attorney or somebody who's an accidental salesperson, maybe a software engineer, but you're still going to have to connect with people. In fact, I believe that the non-salesperson is going to become even more important than the salesperson. So if you're a salesperson today, you better up your game, my friend. You better get on LinkedIn. You better write. You better figure out how to write emails. You better figure out how to write copy, how to produce video, how to do audio. You better figure out virtual meeting spaces. You better figure that out because that's going to be the world. Maybe not forever, but I bet you for the next year it will be. Number three, you've heard me say this before, but I'm going to say it again and keep saying it. When we do start to ease our way out of the pain of lockdown, self-quarantined or quarantined as it were, it's a word for the year, isn't it, quarantine? You're going to face a dilemma. And the dilemma is how do you position your message? 
Are you going to go back to trying to sell products and services? Or are you going to position your value as something that can help a customer either A, build their business with, or B, build their profit with? If you are lucky enough to be in a business where you do either of those or both, for example, I am, I'm in the business primarily of business building. I'd say it's 80% business building and 20% profit building because I can help organizations hold the line on margin and reduce the sales cost because we can quicken it a little bit. So there's a certain amount of cost savings and profit building, but it's primarily business building. You can bet that I'm going to be positioning myself even more than I used to. And I've always done that. So it's probably not going to be a big change for me, but it might be for you. So you have to figure out which avenue you're going to go down. And are you going to take some time, reposition your message, get your arms and hands dirty, understanding the value you bring, which most people don't want to do. I'm going to be talking about that. I've actually got a document I want to share with you or part of it here in the next couple of weeks. Don't be, as number four, don't be labor. Don't be labor. Labor is going to get outsourced. Labor is going to get traded in for cheaper labor. So you had better build your brand, gang. You'd better build it. Because I can go out and get any salesperson to make cold calls and read a script. I can do that anytime. I can, and, and if salespeople aren't going to be moving around a territory physically, I can get anybody to make calls. Unemployment's going to be 20%. You think your job's not expendable? I can find somebody to do that if... That's all you do. Now, I know that's not true. You're not listening to this podcast because you're average. I get that. But you have to develop a mantra that I'm not just labor, that I bring proprietary, unique, supreme value to the table. And you can't just tell yourself that. That's not good enough. And nor can you just tell the market that. I'm really unique. I'm really supreme. I'm really special. Yeah, okay. Everybody says that. What are you going to do to be unique, supreme, and special? Are you going to publish a a blog every day? You're going to do a TV show on on YouTube where you talk to people in your industry about problems they're facing? Forget about coronavirus. I'm not talking about that problem. I'm talking about how are you going to serve your market digitally and virtually? That's how you get out of the just labor conundrum. So don't be just another salesperson because your job is expendable. And I'm sorry to be so blunt about this, but... You've you've got to start building your brand. I mean, how many times have we talked about that? And yet I still see people afraid to do it. Well, guess what? Fear is not an excuse now. It's just not. Number five, I think that one of the things that's going to come from this event is the illusion that we all have of certainty. And all of our lives have been kind of built on this structure, on this framework of I go to the office, I make sales, I get paid. If I want to grow my income, I make more calls, I sell more stuff. If you're not in sales and listening to this, if you're in leadership or management, then you hire people and they go out and you create products and services. I don't know. It's just a, it's a structure. It's a construct, really. The market is a construct. It's, it's a framework that has been built. And we all look at the framework and say, well, that, that's a pretty, pretty solid framework there. Until it's not. And we've all been living in this illusion of certainty that if we do the right things every day, job's not going to go away. Let's be safe. Let's get with the corporate America so we can be safe. (laughs) Certainty is an illusion. It's an illusion. What is certain? 
what is the, almost, I wouldn't say the only thing. I mean, the one thing that's certain is you have a body. And if you look at yourself, you say, okay, I'm here. I am present today. I'm here today. That's pretty certain. Now you could say, well, but I don't, how do I know if maybe I'm in heaven and I just don't know it. Okay. Maybe you can go that far. But the point is you are here. I think the next thing that is certain in these times is your 30 day plan. You can call it a 60 day, 90 day, whatever, 30, but it's the short term plan. What am I going to do every day for the next 90 days so that as we start to ease out of this, I'm going to be like a shot from a slingshot or a catapult. It's going to take me and just launch me into space in a good way, of course, uh, for the next six months because nothing is certain. 30 day plan, 60 day plan, 90 day, yep, that's certain. Doesn't mean you're going to accomplish it, but you at least need to develop one. Develop a plan right now, down to the hour. If you're in this fog of war thing and you're not sure what the future holds, just start to plan. What do I want to accomplish in the month of April? What are my goals? I have five goals. Number one, I want to do this, that, and the other. I want to start taking care of myself. I want to blog five times. I want to shoot LinkedIn video. I want to start a podcast, whatever it is. That's the certainty is the plan. The plan becomes certain, and then all you have to do is execute it. I want to give you these four or five things. I will keep doing this. I've got some really good feedback, and I do appreciate any reviews that you could leave on the podcast. This is a difficult time. I want to be a bearer of positive news, but also, as I said earlier, I'm going to challenge you. You've got to be challenged. Could be that nobody in your life is challenging you. I want to be that person. I don't want to be mean about it. I want to be helpful about it. If you want to learn more about me and some of the work that we do, you can go to BillKasky.com. Bye.